0: You are listening to Buccaneer for Wildlife, a podcast by me, Lucy Luck, where I will talk to an array of wildlife experts and dive into knowledge about wildlife, about conservation in the world today, to just some really groundbreaking, interesting facts that really unlock some curiosity in us all. Hello, listeners, how are we today? Now, this episode is part two of The Remarkable Rune with Sue Sayer. If you haven't heard part one, do go and check it out. it I had so much fun talking to her. We both just had so much to say about seals and learned so much that it was just a fountain of knowledge. So, do go revisit that if you haven't. If you have, I hope you enjoyed that. And that you're ready for part two. In this episode, we cover seal disturbance, what it is, how we can prevent it, and what volunteers are doing to protect these species. And also what normal people can do, what me and you can do as just members of the public, how we can learn to be a good neighbour to our seals. So, please welcome back, Sue Sayer. So we talked about seal disturbance, and you touched a bit about photo ID and that the Seal Trust has this catalogue, tell us more about that, about the, like you said, there's a pen tire photo ID, but there's more than that, there's loads across
1: the UK, is that right? Um, growing across the UK, we've got 56 photo ID hubs across the southwest, from Wales through to Dorset um, with partners. Some of them are partners, some of them are us, and they're all run by volunteers. So we have our amazement and discovery ranger, Marion Boulieu, to thank for this, because when she was was working with us, she's now um, been working for the trust, but uh, when she was working with us, she um, set up these photo ID hubs and trained them, and now they're independent and working without her which is super cool. So well done, Marion, you did an awesome job. Um, And basically what they do is they survey seals, they photograph seals, they process the photos into a survey album, they get IDs done, then the data gets digitised and then it gets put in the database and then reports get written. That's the process from start to finish. And uh, having said that, some of that's done remotely, so the volunteers aren't in Cornwall at all. So we have an online volunteer training program that's free for anyone who's got good digital skills to digitally volunteer with us. And we have a lady in America who volunteers with us. We have uh, people in Iceland. I know, I know, it's phenomenal. So we have volunteers all over the world now. That's amazing. Um, We haven't got any in Asia yet. No,
0: yeah Well, watch that space. You've just done that little
1: branch out. Yeah, hopefully. But basically, um, we have an internal kind of an intranet where we share all our IDs that we're doing so that we can match between catalogues. If we all the new seals that get added to the catalogues get shared on this network so we can do the matches between the hubs and basically allows us to track around the southwest. But you mentioned the UK. So obviously there are people in the Isle of Man doing this, which is how we know we've got links with the Isle of Man. Seal Rescue Island are doing some work on it in Ireland. Um, There are people at Septiel in Brittany doing it. And Cecile Vansant, who is a big inspiration for me, has been doing it with the University of La Rochelle in Brittany for ages. Um, So, yeah, that's basically you need to join up. They're doing it in Wales. Um, We're doing it by eye, not photo ID software. In Wales, they use photo ID software. It does exist, but we're actually working on the next generation of trying to produce some really fit for purpose because image technology has changed revolutionized oh. in the last three years hasn't it so it's very different so we're working with um flow MoCo, which is a company in new key to long-term projects but to come up with an app and also to do uh real clever stuff behind the scenes with the hubs and stuff to service the hubs make them work more effectively together and then do the photo id but the importance of Local volunteers on their local patch doing photo ideas, then these people know these seals and they become ambassadors for these seals and they can tell their stories. They can inspire people because it's that personal emotional connection that really makes people want to take action, which is, you know, the kind of next step. It's the seal stories that make the difference. Everyone mm-hmm. knows if you social media. It's the stories that make the difference. It's the stories and um, seals are bringing stories to us about the state of the seas and they're bringing them to us on land which is a bit generous of them so we kind of you know listen to those stories and you know stories like legs pretty much nobody else in the world is working on how wounds progress that kind of stuff so it can tell you things like the love story stuff it can tell you stuff about wound progression it can tell you about um productivity how many pups seals are having you know one mum how frequently does she pup um, my favourite seal is um, Chairlift.
0: Sure. I first
1: met him in June 2000. He was the first seal that I ever re-identified. He's still around in 2022. Aww. Well done, Chairlift. I've got a picture of him in front of me. I love him. I love Aww. him. To- How old I is he? To- he well, he's got a- what we know. 25 minimum. Yeah, I think he's probably around 25, which is the average life expectancy for a male so you know we'll soon find out if that's right and I suspect it's probably not um but you know he tried his luck as a beach master in Skomer in the year 2010 and he obviously didn't like it very much because he's been a non-breeding male ever
0: he's uh, like no this
1: isn't for me yeah so <laughs> I see him most years um and he's been seen 330 times uh and my second favorite seal is hook obviously ghost is a favorite I mentioned her love earlier. story yeah she uh, really loved her um but hook I met at the same month as chairlift in 2000 but in 2013 he changed his visit pattern completely because he's clearly a dominant male somewhere i've no idea where but he buggers us off at the end of july and we don't see him and we I'm don't just go somewhere else until he comes back in january to molt. hey it's so really a secret cool. life yes secret life elsewhere we've yet to find out where mm. so chairlift hook and ghost have to be my three favorite seals and that's the sort of information that's coming out of um the photo id work is actually they are all unique mm. now why would that be surprising to us Lucy? i know i don't you, know why it is you're the same as me it's common no, sense you're not.
0: But for whatever reason, it blows people's minds at the same time. Of course, everything is insane. I
1: don't like being called a, hu- a human. or <laughs> you, human. Really? I like to be called Oi, you, Sue. That's much better. <laughs> you know, I'm not the same as anyone else uh. in the world. I don't have the same life experience as anyone else in the world. Neither do you. Neither does anyone. We're all Nor does any other animal that exi- Even an
0: ant. Even an ant. They're all different. <laughs>
1: It must be, mustn't they? So they arrive on a beach on their own. They leave from the beach on their own. They just join with all their um, other compatriots to either socialise, do all the, some of the, you know, gene stuff as well, um, learn how to become a seal, be protected by lots of pairs of eyes rather than having to rely on their own. They have all that sociability of a big haul out and then they leave on their own and they where they go, unique, unique Who knows? around the world, unique. There's one word to take away from this talk. Two words, actually, that are really critically important: partnership and unique.
0: Definitely. I have like I have a nice story about seals as well. I was went on a local snorkel uh, business. It was, but it was a wildlife watch boat. But they you can go snorkeling in certain patches, and they don't purposely go to seal places. But they say oh, there could be seals around, so you know, be wary. Well, there could be seals around anywhere. Around oh, they could Japan. be anywhere. And so we went to this patch and that's like six seals. It was amazing. And I managed to take a picture of one. Um, it wasn't a great picture, but it managed to see a green tag. And what? one of your volunteers was on there. And, and Andrea, Andrea? She's yeah, lovely. And oh, she like, oh, said, send amazing. me that picture and I'll do my magic. But the next day, she'd managed to find out through the catalog that you guys have that this seal was called Nacho. And then I've got a neighbor who works at the seal sanctuary. So she pings this picture of Nacho to her colleagues and like the caretakers there for the seals. And she was like, yeah, this is Nacho. He was underweight. He spent some time with us and we released him. And just within a a few days, I got this life cycle of Nacho that he was underweight, started at seal sanctuary and he got released. And then we saw him out in the wild living his best seal life. And then through ID, we saw that. I loved that. And I feel like I've got a little connection with Natron now because
1: that's its, it's just, really important, it's isn't so it? Sweet. It's absolutely major. So until photo ID, the only seals we could ever identify and have those stories for were tag seals. Oh! And now we can pull those stories together for all seals that we see because we, because of photo ID, because of their unique fur patterns. And I'm just going to let you into a secret. Um, mm-hmm. Your listeners won't know, but um, I just had to get up and go and move my cat because the cat was about to be sick all over my keyboard oh <laughs> <laughs> you can never predict these things can you so I bless him I put him on the floor and he's to a ball <laughs> so he's all right he's fine I'm not worried about him but yeah I, you were I should have uh, to like get your sill toys
0: Remember,
1: I no just... I wasn't I was going up to make sure that the cats were sick on the floor not on the the keyboard. Um, I have another story about Andrea. Andrea is an amazing lady. She is absolutely fantastic at photo ID, as are hundreds of our volunteers. And I, you know, when I tell any of these stories, I'm not telling my stories about seals. I'm talking about the stories that have been generated sometimes by 40 different volunteers for a single seal. You know, it's a massive team effort, and our volunteers are amazing. I can't thank them enough. But Andrea was swimming in um Mausel. And all of a sudden a swim pass, uh, swim, swim pass seal. (laughs) You know what I meant? We had a, it's like a flyby, but it's a swim pass for a seal. And she always has a waterproof camera with her, So she took a photo of it and she was a bit gobsmacked because this seal had a big 75 on its side that had been dyed with hydrogen peroxides, like bleaching your hair. 75? At number 75 on the side of it, on both sides so clearly deliberate this is this is the seal that came from bay ritz this is the seal that came from the south south of france and it had been released at a rehab center in the south of france and it had swum 800 kilometers in less than 28 days to mausel to meet andrea Uh, (laughs) i'm not surprised because she's got a magnetic personality you know but that's
0: amazing
1: yeah so the join Ooh. up of hags and that kind of stuff because obviously the seal will malt the fur and the fur will be fine that kind of non-invasive stuff for captive animals for rehab animals is really key and also then the photo id adds to that hugely wow but it is it's all about those connections so three words partnership unique connections emotions, motions mm. the emotions we need to engage emotions yes. people but through those connections
0: I can imagine yeah. it's really mindful as well, sitting there looking at Sil pictures and just really taking in the details of the different fur. I like, that. Andrew will tell so me about sad. it, and she was just like, Zoom, she'll be spending hours doing it. She's like, I love it. It was just,
1: I get to see everything about Sil. I think it's that's- so sad because when I'm sat watching the telly and I've been watching Strictly for three quarters of an hour, and you know, I haven't even got to the end of the programme, and I'm starting to twitch a bit because I'm thinking, well, I've had enough of this now. And I think, right, I need to go and chill. What am I going to do? Seal ID. It's my (laughs) therapy. It's It's my relaxation. It's what I do because I absolutely love it. I find it therapeutic. And you're chilled and you're calm and you're doing the matching and you're looking at these beautiful creatures in a beautiful environment. It fills you with fantastic well being. It's really amazing. And then all of a sudden, you get a massive buzz when when you you make the connection. Great ID. Really great idea, and you suddenly realize that that seal's hooked up with the south of Cornwall. And you just it's so
0: exciting when massive, I found out about Nacho, I just oh, like, it's lovely, ran downstairs, so like, oh, still my sauce tastes Nacho, and oh, it's so cool. It Mum's so just cool. like, okay, I don't understand. it yeah. really cool.
1: I ought to check whether Nacho's been seen since, but maybe we can do that right at the end. It might take me a minute.
0: That wasn't that long ago, I think that was a few months
1: ago. So we have a catalogue and if I do a search for Nacho uh, database, if I do a search for Nacho contains Nacho. Oh, that's not coming up. So I won't be able to do it.
0: Okay. That's
1: okay. It was worth a try. I probably mistyped his name to be fair. (laughs) Pressure. Can't do it right with
0: (laughs) That's fine. Oh, that's amazing. So I guess now we're coming to the end. Is there just anything you want to add? Is there anything that people can do, what the listeners can do, public? What can they do? Because we've said a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, they need to do stuff. That's the thing. You know, so this is the fourth word, actions. So partnerships, unique, emotions and actions. That's what we need. So you can help SEALs at school rest and play so even your children could do it at school by using you know reusable water mug rather than a single use plastic bottle that's going to help seals for sure because splash who was a seal pup was surrounded by 15 plastic bottles when he was a pup and that's not good there also happened to be a vegetable a metal vegetable oil container next to it as well which and a plank of wood and he was bashed in all of that it was like being washed in a machine with all of those things going round and round in the waves it was hideous so yeah less single use plastic um, keep your distance is the main thing so follow that best practice stuff use binoculars use massive zoom lenses and uh, n- never get close never get close don't go on a beach if there's a seal on the beach stay on the coast path that kind of stuff uh, even if you're not in Cornwall keep away keep your distance be a great neighbor it's the being a good neighbor a Neighbor. yeah be a good neighbor it's key absolutely key uh, second thing there are two nevers never feed a wild seal because as we mentioned earlier it leads to a lifetime of change behavior that becomes very stressy the second never is never put a seal pup back in the water Uh, people think seals live in the sea which of course they do but they also live on land and if you're worried about a seal pup and you put it back in the water you've doomed it is that
0: because because... the mum will come back
1: well not necessarily i mean if the mum has gone and you put the seal pup back in the water british divers can't do anything about it or yes. rescue the water no so if they, if you leave it where it is british divers can come and check it we can monitor it with the cornwall silver research trust volunteers as well we could, like we have done recently at a local south coast beach we've had monitoring the pup and it's been completely fine because they've engaged been engaging with people who've been walking on the coast path that dips to the cove so you know never put a seal put back in the sea and never feed practice tough love never feed practice tough love <laughs> And then there are four R's, four L's and four P's. So the four R's are reduce, reuse, recycle, redesign, all this plastic stuff.
0: I like you know? redesign. I haven't heard that one at the end of it before. I'll
1: redesign it into something else. Yeah. You know? So if you've got a great big plastic bottle, use it as a vase for a bit. Yeah. If it's just been single use, redesign it for something, repurpose it is another word, isn't it? And we also need to redesign gear and stuff, plastic gear, mm-hmm. you know, have transmitters on it. So when it gets lost, we can find it and remove it and blah, 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 blah. Uh, the four L's eat. This is the food stuff. Uh, local, low rated Cornwall Good Seafood Guide fish, mm-hmm. line caught fish, and lobster pot shellfish. So avoid fish that's caught in nets because nets have large accidental bycatch rates. So if you like marine mammals full stop or fish, your best thing to do is to not have net caught stuff. So local, low rated Cornwall Good Seafood Guide fish that's line caught or lobster pot or shellfish. Mm-hmm. And then the four P's are for your toilet. So fairly obvious ones, well done. Poo, pee, paper, preferably recycled toilet paper I use a company called green cane which use recycled sugar cane and bamboo so it's not made oh. out of trees at all if you buy Charmin Charmin toilet paper is lovely but it's made from virgin forests they cut down trees oh. to make Charmin toilet paper so you know paper recycled and then the main thing is pla- plant based cleaners mm-hmm. so most people use bleach don't use bleach in your toilet. It ends up in the sea. You, you can make your leave. own. You can make your own. You don't need it. So look at uh, companies like BioD. It's made in the UK. Even um Ecover products are made by Johnson Johnson, which isn't a company that has the best um reputation necessarily for the environment. But certainly BioD is a company that we use here, and uh, we would highly recommend. So plant-based cleaners. Uh, also flying rings so yes um, you know not using a flying ring toy on a beach um, using a solid disc having something that looks like a plate <laughs> rather than a ring is really great uh, because they inevitably get lost I'm hopeless at chucking them and when they get lost if they're near a waterway so even if you're miles from the sea it'll end up in a river and then it will end up in the sea and then it will end up round something's neck
0: everything always ends up in the sea yeah. One way else. or
1: another. Always, always. So flying rings um, get caught round seal's necks. I've got mm. some graphic, gratuitously horrible photos of an adult female who's dead on a beach on the East Coast. And uh, she's got a flying ring still round her neck. Of course she has. She's not going to lose the flying ring till she loses her head. Oh. So it's really hideous. So, yeah, using solid disks anywhere near a waterway. And there's uh, just that tiny change. Just. Tiny change. Buy tiny. a
0: different disc.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll lives.
1: Disc not ring. Yes. Say no to the O. That's it.
0: Say no to the O. Because you have a
1: campaign. Yes. Well, there's a page on a your site campaign. that has that. And the great news is that Pets at Home uh, changed their national policy as a real result of us just in Cornwall contacting them. They've taken flying rings off their shelves. Tesco's it took a national load of letters uh tesco's i'm delighted to say have removed them from their stores so if you see them anywhere in tesco's or pets at home please get in touch and we're on the case of cotswold outdoors and halfords at the minute so if you feel like writing a letter if you go onto our website we've got a link to a story about the campaign it's in our latest news if you go Uh everything our latest news go to our latest news bit and we've got the letters that you can send. You don't even have to write them yourselves and come up with them. We've got the letters. Uh, You can just ping them off uh, and send them to customer services at those companies. It won't, they won't change unless there's a large number of people writing letters. That's how it is. And then other things, um, please, if you want, and you're local, um, have, I'm not moving away, but you know, we've got leaflets. Distribute some leaflets for us. We've also got stickers for watercraft or cars. Get in touch if you want one, and then you can have one. Um, oh, I said, didn't know you did stickers. I might get stickers. Yeah, sticker. we've got stickers. We've done 4,000 already. A 1,000 went to Wales. a 1,000 went to uh, South Devon, and 2,000 stayed in Cornwall. Oh. So I've got a few left, Lucy. One of them's got your name on it.
0: Oh, yay. So what is that sticker? Does it say, is it just uh, your it logo? Says,
1: it says, seal code of conduct, kayaks and paddle boards, uh, give seal space, Pass slowly without stopping, stay as a group and look to look less scary. If approached, stay calm and quiet, never touch, never feed. And it's got Lou Marine Conservation Group's logo on it because they They do a lot. They do fab stuff. They've got crabbing stuff is fantastic as well. They don't shed loads of stuff. They've got
0: signs as well, haven't they? Recently they did a new seal sign.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Really good. Got great graphics that with behavior change, Cornwall been really fantastic and working on the disturbance stuff for sure. Uh, another way you can help is follow us on social media, you know, follow the wildlife trust, follow Lucy, follow us on um, social media, We're on all the channels, share our posts. So if we've got a disturbance post, please share it. If we've got a best practice post, please share it. If we've got a natural behavior post, share it because then people realize that seals don't spend their life looking at people. They actually would like to spend their life sleeping. That's just what raising awareness
0: doing. and just educating. Yeah. And they yeah. finding out some really nice cool facts that like you probably didn't know. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't know the, the white coat on a silk pup is called. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this. The Lugo. Lou. That's it. I didn't yeah. know it had a name. Uh I, I really love that. I had no idea. Yeah.
1: Super cool. There's lots <laughs> I found of that
0: out through it. I think it was through your what your page or your seal group page saying. Oh, by the way, did you know this? Yeah. Um, so we
1: have nails, <laughs> seals have claws, but underneath them they've got a claw bone. Does
0: that help? I think lions will have that. Is that just helps them?
1: Yeah, it well, it more. helps the claw. It helps the claw not to break. It gives the claw strength and rigidity, oh. which of course you know we don't have that. We do have a bone in it, but it's not. Doesn't now, do anything. tend to rip off, don't they? Didn't know that. Actually, seal claws rip out when we disturb them. So that's another impact of disturbing. And then um, the last thing, last couple of things I was going to say about what we can do is please look at our website because we've got a news story called Help Nature Save Us. And I don't know if you've seen, but the government are looking to scrap review, they call it. Uh, all their nature and environment legislation that was transposed from the Habitats Directive when we when we had Brexit. Mm. And they're looking to review it all, uh, that is the proper word, and uh, replace it with something. Well, I don't know if you've ever had any experience of law change, but law change takes ages, years and years. So basically you have to go through, this is what we're going to change, this is how we're going to change it, let's draft it, draft it, draft it, consult on it, that's three years gone down the line. <laughs> consult on it then we'll finally agree so we're four years in and then finally we've got to talk to the police about how they're going to enforce these new laws they've got all of the police forces all the way around the the country have got to learn these new laws this is why you bother What is the eight years before (sighs) irreversible climate change we've got to take action not change the laws We've got to do it now. So basically what we're asking people to do is just write to your MP saying that environment matters. Mm. We haven't got time for this. We just need you to do some action. Yeah. You'll be
0: quicker to do stuff. The time time you're wasting making up a new law, like if there's eight years left before it goes worse, that's half of it gone.
1: Yeah. So we just need people to say, to any government that we end up having, doesn't matter what the po- this is not about politics. No, this is just about us saying the environment matters, and, and you needs- telling your MP matters. And what we've got here is a, sa- a template letter that you can just copy and send off. And then, of course, we live. We're in a, a cost of living crisis. We know that, so our money really matters. We've got to use our money very wisely. And one of the ways that you can do this is. Like if you buy a gift for somebody, buy it from us or another charity. It really doesn't matter. But if you buy it from us, not only do you get the gift you want, But you also support a local maker in Cornwall who Mm -hmm. has made it. So you're using your money twice. Not only that, but you're helping us train the next generation of marine conservation leaders. So your money's working three times. And not only that, you're helping seal conservation. So your money's working four times instead of just once. If you use it at Amazon, will any of that happen? No. I'm glad you said that. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a
0: fan of Amazon.
1: Just... Well, if you use it in Tesco's, will that happen? No. You, no, but if you use it for one of the local marine conservation charities, you've got a chance of that happening. You know it's, it's
0: going to happen.
1: Yeah, so and so we have an online shop, sealresearchtrust.com, but we also have a wild seal supporter adoption pack that you can get. So if you're really oh. late with Christmas presents, it's a bit too early to talk about Christmas, but if you're late with your Christmas presents and you decide on the 24th you need it for the 25th, I will still be checking emails on the 24th. I can send you a wild seal supporter and adoption pack on the 24th that will be there by Christmas on the 25th. So, so that's is that just an adopt a, seal? adopt a seal. You can adopt a seal, you get a seal name seal, and then you get seasonal, you get. Welcome pack, a certificate of a named seal that you've chosen off. If you look at our shop, you'll see. Oh wow! Um, I didn't know that. Uh, you get to choose that, and then you get seasonal updates about what's happening with your seal and all the other ones.
0: Oh, so I used to do that all the time. It would be WWF. I'd adopt a tiger, and then give my yeah. sister an orangutan, and give them a small toy, and, and they'll be like, "Oh, yes, yeah. that's, that's really cool." But wait three more months and you'll get a letter in the post of the
1: picture of like little Timmy and what he's doing
0: in the jungle right now
1: yeah yeah so we do that um and then of course you can join up for our volunteer training if you want to learn shed loads more about seals because believe me there's a lot more um I've just partnered with the field studies council and um set up a discovering uk seals course on the field studies council website you can do that and uh, or you can fundraise for us we're always desperate for fundraising uh, but to finish i just want to try and um galvanize us all really you know so there's lots of things you can do to help any of those things even just one pledge to do it next week because it's really key for me these are my insights from what i've learned from 22 years the biggest threats to our planet are blue blindness not thinking about mm-hmm. the sea most people haven't until recently. Denial, that things like climate change. Apathy, can't be bothered. Don't think I can do it. You can. You can mm-hmm. take action. Just flush your toilet less often or put plant based cleaners down it. The tiniest, tiniest things. Tiniest things. Tiniest things make a difference. And uh, there are lots of myths and misconceptions. And a myth, for example, is if a seal's on a rock and I kayak past or suck past or fly the drone past and it goes in the water, um, it's come out to see me and say hello. no it hasn't it's been disturbed it's come out to check whether you're a danger or not and now it's not going to rehaul it's going to swim 10 kilometers to the next haul out that's how much energy it's just wasted Mm. so biggest threats blue blindness denial apathy myths and misconceptions and our biggest mistake as a species will be to prioritize us over nature because without nature as you know we don't have anything we have no food no drink no life have no air either if we have got no ocean, so, you know, it's quite key. The planet doesn't need a plan B, okay? The planet's a lump of rock. Just needs us to work together. No, we do. It's us that needs the plan B, not the planet. Mm. Okay, so if we want to survive as a species, we need to start coming up with plan B pretty quick. Mm. Um, And the good news is, the really good news is, this is what I can't get over, is that if we make space for nature nature will move in look at what happened during the pandemic that was a perfect
0: example of everyone no one could go out the amount of things and species and nature that
1: just thrived
0: more it's just a small amount of time no
1: brainer and then finally when we help nature nature helps us so we've had a little glimpse of it we just need to
0: do that by choice that we were forced into that awful pandemic but that worked for nature so we need to learn from that but like, oh that that worked
1: yeah but space we just do we just that. Need to give them space so are the five words to take away then it's gone up <laughs> partnership can't remember the second one partnership. Unique. unique unique emotion, emotion. Action. action and space
0: space Five keywords.
1: Done. There That's you go, hun. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> or cat hairball. <laughs> oh, oh yes, yes, definitely I will go and clean it up in a minute.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Sue. It's
1: great been pleasure, really good. Lucy. You're very inspiring yourself, fun you Have oh, a great future you. ahead of you. Thank
0: you. That's been really fun. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just we can stop it and start it so many times because Zoom can't even <laughs> compete with how much
1: we're talking about it. Now we were just oh. talking about seals. Huh? does That work seals. Oh no! But oh, no, thank you. Great pleasure. Thank you for the invite, hun.
0: That's okay. Thank you so much, Sue, for talking to me. I had so much fun. It'll be- just had so much knowledge and it was just, it was just so it was so insightful so thank you uh if you'd like to learn more about soothsayer's work and the seal research group you can by exploring their website at www.cornallsealgroup.co.uk and thank you listeners for sticking around that's it that is the first themed episode of the remarkable rune done and dusted i hope you enjoyed it and if you'd like to reach out with me you can by dropping me an email at buccaneerforwildlife at gmail.com thank you for listening and i will be back soon discussing even more nature with another expert but until then have a fabulous rest of the day